We live, each of us, in two worlds. One is visible, the other is invisible. One is determined only by others, the other is determined only by us. One is the focus of the West, the other is the focus of the East. Both are important, both are different, and they are completely unrelated from one another. Success in one rarely relates to success in the other. So welcome back to the With Joey podcast. And in this episode, I wanted to talk to you about these two worlds that we both, whoever we are, live in. That we all, sorry, rather, all live in and occupy. Now, I discussed this very uh, conceptualization in episode 93 uh, when we're talking about just tearing apart, basically, the idea of success. And I referred to this, I guess, the outer world and the inner world. So what do I mean by that? The outer world, if you can imagine, is my metaphor of, of a house, the outside of the house. Now, whilst you don't live on the outside of your house, you don't spend that much time there normally, and the impression of it from the street is not what determines your experience. Normally, most of your experience of the house is inside. That's where you live. But the idea of the outside and the external is this facade that everyone else sees. That the onlookers, when they're passing your home on the street, look at and maybe envy. Alright, because not, not everyone gets to come inside your house, but it's something of a status marker for your house to look magnific- magnificent from the outside and ga- gain people's approval. Now, there's nothing wrong with having the house look great from the outside. There's no advantage to having it look bad from the outside. But the majority of our experience is on the inside. And obviously, metaphorically, we live, we, our experience of the world happens inside of us, right? Your emotions, your thoughts, your cognitions, your intuitions, all of these things are internal processes and internal responses. They determine your experience, right? When someone cuts you off in traffic, you might have a very different experience to your friend, your partner, your mother, your father. The same event, but different reactions. People react to to the same thing in different ways, depending on who they are on the inside. Now, the problem, of course, is why have a, a house that looks amazing on the outside if you've neglected the inside, if the inside is terrible and dirty? In other words, why cultivate just the image of how your life looks from the outside and requiring it to be validated from others and neglect the inside. Because at the end of the day, when you come home to rest and you're alone, you're alone on the inside of your house. In other words, when you're left and when, you're, when, when you've left all your, um, your community spaces and your social gatherings, your workplace, your school, whatever it might be, and you're on your own, you're left with your own company. And if you cannot handle that company, you are in trouble. And there's no sustainable solution that comes from the outside for that. So I used this metaphor the other day. I pointed up, as I was having a coffee, talking to someone, to the properties across the road with a balcony. I said, perhaps you love the exterior, right? Perhaps you love how your life looks to other people on the outside. But where does the joy come The joy comes in people walking past and acknowledging you, looking up and thinking, wow. And as you sit on the balcony, 
Perhaps that's the thrill you get. That's what you get a kick out of if you're requiring others to validate you. The problem with that is as soon as there's a better house on the corner of your street, all the attention then goes there and you've now lost that attention. Not only that, but you need to stay out there anyway to get the validation. You need to be able to see people's reactions. It's not enough to just expect that they'll be impressed. You need to see it. And this is to the extent that you might fall into relying on the image of your life to make you feel better about your life. The more you lean into this need to find that validation. This is what you see when people need to find validation on social media and things like that. Now to the contrary, if you love the inside of your home, regardless of how it looks on the outside, then you're largely defended against any external change. You're put in pretty good stead no matter what happens, no matter what your neighbors are doing. And you start to rely less and less on what people think of what, you, what your life looks like from the outside. You start to care less and less because you become increasingly satisfied with it. Now, not all of us live in you know, homes that have that are penthouses or, or magnificent with magnificent interiors. Uh, we don't all have that luxury, but it's normally not hard to appreciate the home you're given. Right, so you can keep it tidy, you can look after it, or you can let it go to shit. You can let it be chaotic. You can let it be disorganized, and you can just let anyone into your home. And let them wreak havoc and be mess and disrespect your home. And use it as they need, leave a mess and then move on. Or you can treat your, the inside of your home with respect. And then that sends the message to others that they have to treat your home with respect. Shoes off at the door when you come to my place. Now this importance of respecting yourself it's a very, very cheesy one-liner. Respect yourself, right? But it sets the standard for how people behave in that room when they open that door. So it's a very simple idea. It's just a very, very particular way of thinking about your world. Now, personally, okay, to relate this back to something more tangible and everyday, I just, I, I get to this point where for me, it doesn't matter as much how my life looks on the outside. For the time being, most of my time is spent on things that I would freely choose to do. If I had limitless options, I'd still choose these things anyway. That's an absolute privilege. I feel very, very lucky to have that right now. And touch wood, that lasts for some time. When you're living in that way and very audience of, of none-esque, you just start to care less about what your life looks like from the outside. Now, sometimes you do need your house to be inviting on the outside. It's not so that people can be impressed by it so you can accomplish something. You want to make coming into your life or seeing what's happening inside you inviting for other people. You don't need to scare them off. Where we get lost with image and how our lives look from the outside and impressing others and cultivating in this image is confusing it as an end in and of itself, as in that's the final destination. Just impress people. It's not the final destination. It's kind of like marketing a business. You want to be able to, wow, this looks good from the outside. I might use this product or I might go into this store. And you want to invite people in so you can help them. And I guess if you're someone who tries to add value to others and you need them to find you, you're not so much using the house metaphor, perhaps you're using the shop metaphor. 
and your shop needs to be inviting. But the experience when they come inside, when they sit down with you, needs to be a good one. And maybe we can think about our public versus private lives in that way. Maybe that's helpful. But it's this idea of the inner and the outer world. The outer world is what you all think of Joe. Do you think he's an idiot? Do you think he waffles on? Do you think he's doing strange things? Or are you deeply impressed by him? Are you envious of him? Well, when Joe's happy on the inside, he's not overly fussed with whether you think one way or the other. He's defended against the praise and the envy as well as the criticism and the fatigue against him. Both can be dangerous, but both can be seductive. So just to recap that passage, which is from the blog post I wrote on this subject, we live, each of us, in two worlds. One is visible, the external. One is invisible, the inside. You never really see into someone's home, unless they invite you in, of course. One is determined only by others, their perception as they walk past on the street. The other is determined only by us. You're responsible for the interior of your own home. No one else is going to fix it for you. One is the focus of the West, very materialist, materialistic and image-based society. The other is the focus of the East, which focuses much more on the inner. Both are important. Both are different. And they are completely unrelated from one another. The inside doesn't have to look great just because the outside does. The outside doesn't have to look great just because the inside is great. They don't need to have any relationship whatsoever. It's impossible to judge someone's internal success from how things look on the outside. Success in one rarely relates to success in the other. So I guess the question I jotted down for today is, whose house do you admire? Whose life do you admire? Or maybe even envy a little, if you can forgive yourself for feeling that way. Who do you feel a little bit jealous of? And should you? It's a pretty natural thing to do. I wouldn't be too judgmental about it. Grass is always greener on the other side. We're wired to look at things in that way. But maybe you shouldn't feel that way. Maybe you should just look inside your home and just figure out what needs tidying up. Thanks, guys. Just remember that the website has more at www.withjoeweeby.com. We'll keep going with this stream of the podcast tomorrow. For now, just remember that the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others.